Oh, I'm Andrew. And, and uh, Ukraine is being invaded by Russia. <laughs> not to date this podcast. Um, <laughs> well, that was also the fastest that you've gone into the you've gone into the hellos who we are after not seeing each other. Talk about it. <laughs> I yeah, I hundred percent agree. I mean. Tell me, what are you thinking? What's going on? Yes, we haven't. We should catch up for sure. Catch up. I was like... gonna say because it's been it's been a whole ass bunch of things have happened. But yes, uh, I literally actually lost um, basically about two hours sleep last night because uh, a I was uh, I was a little nervous about just like what I was doing currently at my new job, but also um, <clears throat> the fact that Russia invaded Ukraine for no reason. I mean, I think I don't know the whole backstory, and that's like that's that's my fault. Um, but they didn't they also like invade Crimea a few years ago and Georgia as well. Like, why did we? Why yes. so? Why, yeah. So in the you know the Soviet Union fell, nineteen eighty nine. Thank you very much. Right. And certain states, right, decided to form their own countries. Ukraine being one of them. Um, for a while, there was a lot of cooperation between Ukraine and uh, and Russia, and over the years, it's be- has it become a more and more democratic slash Western, um, ideologically aligning country. Putin mm-hmm. has uh, been pressuring the world, uh, well, Put- Russia in general, but specifically Putin lately. Has been pressuring the world to exclude Ukraine, right? And so, in two thousand eight, Ukraine officially petitioned to join the NATO alliance, right? And North, what what does that stand for? North American. Uh, I think I actually I have been calling it NATO for so long that I. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, uh, I I'm think, going to I'm going to check uh, it up real quick. I'm sorry, that's North just North Atlantic Treaty, Treaty Organization. Organization. North Atlantic, yeah. not North American. How U.S. centric of me? I apologize. Well, the way Trump talked about it, it made it sound like it was, <laughs> you know what I mean. But he uh, was trying to he was trying to leave, trying so to get out of it. Yeah, yeah. So it'd make it easier for Russia to do what they're doing. Uh huh. And, well, we can't confirm or deny that. That's the suspicion, right, uh, is, is that Trump is a pawn for, for Russia and was trying I mean, to do that. It's uh, but the... since 2008, they have been applying and been contributing to NATO missions, but not considered a part of the alliance. That seems sus. Right. They tried to get in. They were told, well, you know, eventually you'll, you'll get there. And then in 20, I believe it was 2014, Crimea was annexed under the guise of Crimea has always been Russian territory and wants to belong in Russia, which is the same excuse that they used to invade Ukraine again was that the there are two regional cities on the border of Russia with Russian separatists, right? They're members of the Ukrainian community, society, country, 
that want to be part of Russia again. Mm -hmm. So Putin has been claiming that he is getting reports of genocide, nuclear warfare on his doorstep, uh, but the international community has asked for proof and he hasn't given any. Of course, because, you know, right. wasn't, wasn't this the, the guy that was supposed to step down, but then somehow made a job uh, that of the person yeah. who took over was basically he was more powerful than them. And also, he doesn't look good anymore. Being an authoritarian, because <laughs> he like didn't look half bad when uh, during the uh, 20 years, but looks awful now. Like right. being a dictator really ages you. And as it should, if you're going to be a dick, you might get you may as well get the taters. You've heard it here first, everybody. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt, on a mug. <laughs> if you're going to be a dick, you're going to get the taters. Um, Lord, lords have mercy. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's been really a struggle for me to be even productive at work. If I had enough time to have a sick day, I probably would have taken it today because it's, Girl. you know... Even though, and people, people are like, "Oh, well, we're not getting involved." Like, I don't want to. Yes, we are getting. We are involved. Like our stocks, as well as the Russian stocks, and to a higher degree, those Russian stocks have fallen. But nonetheless, not our stocks have been impacted. Not to mention, there are still a number of lawmakers in the United States that benefit from Russian money and are are on the side of Russia, which I don't think they should be. Yeah, my company did a very good job of being like, "Hey, if you need to unplug early today, fine." But then I oh, got, nice. but then I got assigned something after oh. hours, and I was like, mm, "I know I'm gonna have to do it," and I don't. Yeah, I'm not happy. It's, we have these things at work; they're called work ramps, and it's basically like whenever you have time, demos and homework while you're on the job to get up to speed to be the best you can be. And so right. it's nice because it's like a lot of visual stuff is a lot of training, but I thought I was almost done because I've been, I literally have worked, I've worked on maybe about 20 hours of this stuff. And I was like, great. I've got a 10 minute um, section where I have to do a corporate pitch for my job. And then I just got to sign something. I'm like, where did this come from? And I can't not do it. Like I have to do it. It's like a part of my thing. Yeah. So I'm like, guys, it's World War Three, and you're really making me do this. <laughs> so is this something that you have to do today, or is this something no. that you can just do tomorrow when you go to work? So <clears throat> my fault. Oh. I said yes to gigs before I even applied for this job and got mm-hmm. this job. Okay. So tomorrow I. I, and I also, I, my job does a crude time and I already took off one day and I'm like, I don't have a crude time again until July, basically. So okay. at least for like any amount of time. So tomorrow I have a gig in New Jersey at the House of Independence. It's going to be very fun. Uh-huh. Um, and I have to kind of be on Zoom for like half the day anyways, for whatever. I just can't take the day off. Like, I, I also don't want to take an unpaid day for it. It's... I said yes to things and little should I know if there's like, I said yes to so many things. There's so many things I could say yes to. And like, yeah. I'm going to make it work. Like I'm present. Like I've been very real about, you know, having the work life balance. Um, something that I'm very over as I have brought up a few times that, oh yeah, I play music. And so many people are like, 
Oh, so are you sure you want to be in sales? <laughs> well, it should mean yes, because I've done it for 10 years and yeah. it's still not my main source of income. And also I wouldn't be here if I didn't care. Like I know some yeah. people, I know some people who go through life just doing stuff because they're like, nah, it seems like a good idea. Yeah. I don't know. That's stupid to me. That doesn't make any sense to my life, but I'm just like, no, I'm, I'm in it all the way. And I actually hit my quota for the month today. Awesome. Congrats. And that was after like, literally like three weeks of training, hit my quota. And I even went above and beyond, which is like one of the tenants at work is 10 X everything. So I just fucking right. went above and beyond crushing it. Love it. I'm just, I'm upset that like tomorrow I'm not going to be able to do anything in the later part of the day. Nobody does anyways, but I'm still like, I feel bad about it. And then um, Monday and Tuesday I have to be in Long Island kind of early-ish. So I just, I, I feel bad because I'm like, hey, like I'm not at the place in, in my career now where I feel comfortable taking any sort of shortcuts. Yeah. Um, I know I'll get there. I know, I know the, the thing about my job is it's like, I need to stop thinking about month to month or quarter to quarter and you think uh -huh. about how, how did your year go because yeah. most of the people that are above me are thinking about how's my year going to go not how's my quarter going to go how's my month yeah. gonna go? how's my week going to go so for me to do to to manage that so but anyways long story short yeah um i lost a ton of sleep because i had a i had a uh, a client book a meeting tomorrow during a time that i didn't have available but i didn't mark it off on my calendar Mm. but I didn't give them the time frame to do it in. So that was annoying. And so I basically had to cancel be like, I'm sorry, that should have showed up as available. Like I actually don't have that time. Um, yeah. So I was stressing because I was like, I have to cancel this, but I need to hit my quota, hit my quota today because I'm a boss and like cold called somebody and got a meeting out of it. Yeah. Um, and then world war three. And I was literally up at three in the morning, the witching hour. And I was looking at Russia is bombing yeah. Ukraine. What am I supposed mm -hmm. to do with that? Yeah. Like, and for people that say it doesn't affect me, I'm like, yes, it does. Because think about this, the big, the, the most anti-democratic nations in the world right now are, uh, the, or the ones that have any sort of nuclear capabilities are Russia, China, and North Korea. North Korea right. really can't do a ton, but they still have Chinese backing. Whereas like China, if things go well with Russia trying to take over Ukraine, they're going to take over Taiwan. Yeah, 100%. we sh that that should not be allowed. Yeah, this should not be allowed. What's happening should not be allowed. Like sanctions, that's cool. Yeah, does it really do that much? I mean, Ukraine's apparently been like shooting down planes, doing a good job. So good job for you guys. But like, I don't want this to happen. And the yeah. fact that people are blaming Biden, excuse me, you had a Russian puppet on front and center for four years. This is not Biden's fault. This is a direct yeah. result of Trump and all those people that went to Moscow on July 4th in 2016. And that is, mm. and, and in our show notes, I'm going to publish the list of names of senators that did that, sure. who are still pro-Russia, who are taking money. Fox News, Tucker Carlson, these yeah. pieces of shit who are still standing on the side of Putin directly take money. They're, but no one's doing anything about it. And this is now what I'm over more than Whatever else drama I had this week, because I have more drama, is that <laughs> no one is being held accountable for this. This is treason, and no one's being held accountable. Where's Merrick Garland? Where's Joe Biden? Where's anybody? Yeah. I know and we got to get our case. Republicans have said, the GOP has said, and don't say not all of this, because quiet, 
because being quiet about this is acquiescence. We have had people who are QAnon supporters who are in mm-hmm. Congress and Senate that say, mm-hmm. if we win the House and the Senate, we're going to hold like people like Nancy Pelosi on a world tribunal. And you know they're going to do that, and there's going to be backing behind that. So how dare you say that, like, oh, we need to do the right thing. No, you need to do what's exactly right, and you need to actually fix these things instead of trying to do it with vile legality because right. the people on the other side of the aisle are not doing things by legality. Like even Mittens Romney, who is supposed to be this elder statesman, he's doing jack shit. Like, to be fair, though, he did call out the fact that this is going to be an issue. Okay, cool. What has he done about it? You, I mean, what can't like he's one senator. Okay, do you know what do you, do you know what you can do? You can stand up to people like Mitch McConnell. You can, but he won't because they will never because their spine only goes as much as the public statement that they can use as a soundbite later. It's never actual reform. But I, I I'm gonna push back on that because that's one of the reasons why he lost the election to Barack Obama because when he tried to bring up Russia as a credible threat in 2012, he was literally laughed off stage. But that's not the reason why he lost, though. That's not a, the that's not the only reason, but it was a it was a turning point moment. It sure. was just after the women full of blinders, and it showed him as somebody that was out of touch with the reality of foreign politics. Which actually, it's showing today that he and he has continued to push back against Trump and other senators. But at the same time, you're saying, what can he do? I don't know what he can do because I don't know what Nothing. power he has outside of telling people that you're fucking up it's, and then, it, then shut, shutting, you know, shutting see, him down. See, the difference between the Democratic, and this is why there shouldn't be a, a, a two-party system, but that's never going to be different in the United States, is that the Democrats, it's like you have moderate Democrats who really are like, oh, well, get along to go along, and then you have progressives, and there aren't progressive right. Republicans. There are no, there's, that's, that's not, there's no such thing. Yeah. Because you have to you have to buy in wholesale to exactly what your party's doing. That's why everyone's quiet about people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren yeah. Boebert, Mastin Cawthorn. Like those people should not be in office. Mm-hmm. And but you can't say anything because then you're going against the grand old party and you're going to be uh, losing all of your donations, all of your money, mm-hmm. all of everything. Whereas like the Democrats, they don't have that same sort of tribalism. And unfortunately, the people that most consistently vote all the time, and it's been gerrymandered that way, are white people in conservative places or people right. who are going to vote conservative in conservative places. So we have one party that is aligning with Putin of mm. Russia, like what the fuck are you supposed to do with that? And we still haven't taken anyone to task for doing an insurrection. Oh yeah. What are we like? What are we doing? Like, what is it? What like, what are we doing? What? Are, why are we just pussyfooting around this stuff? Like, this should have been solved. Why are you making a case? Why, why are you trying to like what? Why is why is all this taking so long? And while it's taking so long, we have another war going on. No more war. I'm so no sick more, of it. Yes. I'm so so sick of it. I, and of course, I'm over this. I'm sorry. I'm screaming. No, I hear you. I am so over any time anyone brings up there's a fact that there might be another world war. They're like, oh, they're going to bring out the draft. No, they're not. Right. We have a lot of people in this country. And also, they're like, oh, they might extend the draft. I'm like, they're not going to draft me. I'm, thir- I'm turning 33 this year. They're not. Why are they going to draft me? What am I going to do? No, I'm 33? saying like, they're, they're not going to draft us. We have 
I think the last I think the last time I read we have like a million and a half people in our in our um reserves no in our like armed forces oh yeah i and mean if, yeah not even Ru- russia has eight hundred thousand. no we have plenty of people and also if they're gonna do a draft like there's still plenty of young people like not that i want that to happen but it's like they're not gonna draft if you're over the age of 30 they're not gonna draft you also i have high blood pressure i also have uh yeah, poor feet, eyesight like all that shit no, I don't have flat feet. I actually like I. I'm actually pretty in good no, shape for someone made, was, but yes, I, I guess. Like I was gonna list the reasons why exactly not get drafted. No, exactly. But I'm just like I'm like listen. I have high blood pressure. Like I have an anxiety disorder. Like I'm 33. What am I gonna do? One on the battlefield? Yeah. Nothing. Like I. No. I could see you at a desk just being hello. This is um, army. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is Air Force army Andrew. Army note taker one one three. Uh, uh, but yes. So now that we screamed a little bit, yes, Dan. Con- congratulations, you are now a married man. I am. I forgot already. One of the it's cutest. So one of the cutest. All those pictures were so cute. You both looked incredibly dapper. Oh, thank you. And I know that you both waited until the wedding night to consummate the marriage. Because <laughs> you were both virgins ahead of time. Exactly. That's why. So, we right. how was your first time? <laughs> uh, we got a really nice uh, hotel room. And so, we actually just hung out and just like tried to enjoy it as much as possible. Honestly, we, you know, we splurged on it. Why not? Good. There is, listen, you could have sex in a dirty motel room and it can still be special. But when you kind of go a little bit, a little bit extra, mm-hmm. kind of give yourself a little bit of a little pampering, you know. Uh, and the the uh, you you guys weren't kidding. The San Francisco City Hall, what a gorgeous! gorgeous. Yeah, we did. Uh, we went to San Diego right after that. Like How was that? Day. It was nice. We got a little Airbnb, so we got to do our own thing. We rented a car, and we really didn't even need it. Uh, it was it was affordable, so that was good. But we didn't really drive around much because we stayed in Hillcrest, which is like the the queer area, and almost everything that we wanted to do was in like walking distance from there. We really just needed the car for the day that we went to the venue, right? Because we're doing right. a second ceremony slash reception that's for the first the first one that we did at city hall was literally just my parents his parents right and then the two of us and so the next one is really for everyone it's going it was the it was a civil service so we didn't get to read our vows we didn't get to do a lot of the things that you would normally do in a wedding it was really you know it was civil it was very civil let's get this on paper so that everybody can get the benefits that they need to get i was was gonna say get those tax benefits you know exactly and then you know we'll do the real quote-unquote real one with everybody and all the bells and whistles um in in july and that's what we're we're planning on doing still so very exciting stuff that is great how does it feel to be married i'm sure that uh getting married and going into war is not what you would expect the first month of marriage it's been you know it's it was a curveball for sure (laughs) but honestly i've gotten that question a lot and the only thing i can say is it doesn't feel any different right like i I didn't think that it would maybe the the other one will but it's really just 
affirmation right. from the legal system that we were that we were doing something and that we will continue to do it. You know what I mean? Because that's yeah, that's that's that's. <laughs> I mean, that's what a lot of people say. Listen, I I've only never been married, so I have no idea. And also, right. like, yeah, I I you know got I mean, got, God, is, God bless you guys. God bless you guys. God bless you guys. The T is we have been engaged for a few years because of COVID. And even before that, we had been living together, right? Like we've been right. together for almost seven years now. And so maybe if we had done it earlier, maybe you know, potentially something could have been different, but yeah. there's not like, there. I think a lot of it is romanticized in the same way that like a one, like, oh my gosh, Saving Silverman when they were talking about like their one and only someone. Oh I yeah, like, but don't damn. don't don't besmirch that movie though. I love that movie. No, I love the movie too. But I just thought like I always had this perception of that like oh there's my one and only someone, and I was like in this movie there's clearly not just one and only someone right like he because Silverman is like. Attracted to what's her face? I can't remember the name of any of the characters. Um, I, mean, um, so, I don't remember her name, but Amanda Pete is her is her. There's actress a brunette, yeah, and then there's a blonde one. Oh yeah, the blonde <laughs> one. I don't remember. I don't. She was she where she was at the circus. She works at the circus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so even in that movie, they show that there's like more than one, only someone. And I think that that kind of thinking that there's only one person out there for you is how people get trapped in their relationships oh, honestly I, i'm laughing because yeah. i've been trapped yeah and you're like oh this is my soulmate this and the other is like no you know it may not work out like or they may die right and right there is, a, <laughs> there is a life after that but my perception is you know you make the decision to be with somebody and for as long as you can make it work you do right right but if there's a point where the relationship becomes toxic or when the relationship uh and i don't mean toxic like you guys got into a fight and like you said some harsh things to one another but i mean like staying with this person will kill you <laughs> level toxic you know what yeah I mean? there's yeah. like being abused the toxicity right? yeah the, the toxicity um, someone that's trying to remove you from your social you know from your or trying to control your your personhood, right? Right. Those levels, things that <laughs> therapy is not going to work out. Um, if you need to remove yourself, you will find someone else, right? right. Um, the Which, inverse of that yeah. being, go ahead. No, finish. It's actually a really good segue to something that I'm over this week, but please. Oh, yeah. The, the inverse of that being making a commitment to somebody without feeling like there's somebody else that is better for you you know what i mean like because there's right. also the perception of like there's so many fish in the sea and i was like you're never gonna be happy unless you find somebody find your you fish can, right you know but uh, that's the thing is it's there's extremes right right there is you can't be like oh there's only one person for me but you also can't be there's so many fish in the sea because if you're always living with one foot out the door, yeah, it's not. Then you're never gonna find your footing. Exactly, I agree with that. And as I go through my 
long distance, not engagement, but long distance yeah. uh, thing. It's like, you know, I've been out, I've been seeing people, not like uh-huh. not, yeah, yeah, people, yeah, but I've been yeah, seeing. Yeah, yeah. Just I don't, I, I really don't want to come home to anybody else but Angie, yeah. and she knows that, and that's like part of the reason why we've been okay, and I haven't been like off the deep end, but yeah, you brought up toxic relationships. I can't, I cannot in good conscience actually spill the entire tea. Okay. But my roommates broke up. Oh, no. I don't know the whole story. I know the story from one side. Mm -hmm. I don't even know. I told you, I, I told you that could happen if you let them move in. I a large part of this week where I've just been out of it and like not feeling myself mm-hmm. is because I felt a, I felt put into a position by my partner of, we can't live in this small apartment. So we have to move to Brooklyn. By the way, I'm also going to a doctorate. By the way, I'm moving to Michigan. You have to figure out this. Yeah. I figured it out. It didn't work out. And now I have to figure it out again. Mm-hmm. It's very isolating and it's very lonely and it's very much something that I'm not happy about. Um, I didn't see it coming or maybe I did, but I also, it's, it's not my relationship. It's not my circus. It's not my circus. It's not my monkeys. I don't, not that I think they're monkeys. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't, it's not, it's not my thing. And it's this week. I mean, it happened on two, 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 two. So the original wedding date. The original wedding date, but then you yeah. guys push it back, you know, 10 days. Move forward, yeah. Move forward, yeah. So it was, you know, it was, you know, going to be, it. I, I'm, it's a lot. It's a lot to work with and like, be like, yeah, I got to focus on all this stuff. And like, I can't emotionally be there for anybody. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, they're, they're, they're getting out of something toxic apparently. And I'm glad that they are. I'm glad they're making the decision now. Yeah. It sucks. It puts me in a bad position, but like, hmm. are they both moving out, or is one just moving out? Or I think the person on the lease is moving out, but the other person who I originally offered the space to is going to move in on a part-time basis. Got it. To be seen. I'm not necessarily excited about all this new awesome money I'm making. Potentially going to most of the rent, the rent because, but that. But the next thing would be I would have but to how, find... Sorry, how are they leaving if they're on the lease? <sighs> exactly. I don't... The person who's on the lease is going to be leaving, but there is a sublease clause with the person who's moving in. So I might just ask my landlords to be like, hey, can we just bump this person up? Like, your rent money's going to be coming in just... Yeah, just leave me alone. Don't raise, don't raise my rent. They're going to, but like, just... so again, <laughs> again, again, it's like I have to figure something out. That I'm like, I was put into a lot of positions I didn't necessarily want to do, and I know this goes even as far back as when I lived in Queens. But I'm like, you know what? None of this would have happened if I just stayed in Queens. And what if I just kept that apartment? And what if just like during COVID we just moved to this apartment and then it would just been a one bedroom for $1,500 and I could totally afford that. Like, that's fine. Yeah. But, but no, but no, I had to go acquiesce to, to someone I who wants you. things differently for me. Um, but yes, do you have anything fun happening this weekend during, during uh, war? 
<laughs> anything fun during war? Um, do I have anything fun happening? I have, I'm going to my friend's place tomorrow to watch Drag Race, the new episode. Fun. Drag Race hitting, hitting pretty hard this year so far. Yes, very hard. And then I am seeing another friend for dinner and drinks on Saturday, but that's basically it. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Those that sounds very nice. I like that. It's, I appreciate yeah, it's that. It's pretty chill, you know. Uh, yeah. Work has been very stressful. I have a lot of large projects coming to close. Oh. Uh, my supervisor is being let go. Was yeah. this expected or is this kind of out of the blue? A little bit of both because my supervisor is one of the unvaccinated <laughs> and they are becoming a victim of the ordinance that requires all employees to be vaccinated but 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 it's uh, new york yeah, i know i well technically it's long island but i know but- I hear you. I completely agree. You would rather lose a job with benefits and a retirement plan than get vaccinated? They would. Okay. I don't... I, <sighs> the only area that I can sympathize with them on is the fact that this position of theirs is 100% remote. And so for me, it's like... I don't agree with it, but they are literally at home, not coming into the office, not meeting with employees, none of that stuff. And so, sure, it's is this overreach. The right move to make. I I don't. I, I think. think so, I think for. Okay, so I can I can just tell that this person is selfish because it's like you clearly don't care about your family, your your friends, or anyone in public. So honestly, I'm of the mind that I think I, I know this is you know probably very uh, I I guess still a hot button issue, but I think everyone should be vaccinated. Are you kidding me? We have a pandemic. Yeah, what the I, fuck's wrong I with agree. you? No, I agree. There should there should be a mandate, and if you don't want to, then you can leave. And if it's too financially burdensome to leave fucking get vaccinated we get vaccinated for rubella mumps like the people that were anti-vaxxers before there was pandemic anti-vaxxers were crazy people that we all hated because they made measles and polio come back are you fucking kidding me jesus christ i hear you people still into this okay yes (laughs) but this person's really losing okay they are yes they are I hope I hope that they can sleep at night knowing that they stuck it to a bunch of libs and that they have stood up for their body rights, my body, my choice, and then will never be employed anywhere again. Or if they are, it's I, fine. Or if they get really horribly sick, they're going to get very horribly sick because they're not vaccinated. And that's no. I'm, I have no patience for this anymore. Like there was even a fucking Fox News piece of shit shill who got who was in the hospital. And the doctor's like, if you weren't vaccinated, you would have died. That's what vaccines do. Yeah, you can still get sick, but you don't die. Yeah. Scram. Sorry, this is Andrew's screaming corner. I scream (laughs) very loudly. Um, I will say my favorite 
thing to do now is just say scrim. I, I yeah. know it's silly, but like I've learned that like I I can get very loud, but very rarely do I actually scream. Mm-hmm. And saying scrim is more like a way of saying you're being loud about something without being <laughs> extra or being worrisome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. scrim. I like it. I How, however, when I screamed about the Game of Thrones, that still that was a scream. That wasn't a scream. That was. You were also very intoxicated at that point. I also had just come back from tour. I was on zero sleep. Well, no, I'm, I'm saying that it's yes. you weren't in the normal state of mind that you would have been in had you not. I know, yeah, and yeah, I still so. feel I still feel embarrassed because I Why? still I just because <sighs> Angie brings that up every now and again. And I'm like that's particular one. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, it's it's. <sighs> And I've and I've actually had I've rebrought that conversation up with Angie because I'm like, I'm sorry, but like if you loved something so much, because like I was like, hey, I remember when I was so poor, yeah. I couldn't afford to go to the movie theater, but I could afford to leech off of like my friend's HBO and yeah. I'd watch all these and I would read the books. And that's like my that was my only form of entertainment when I had a yeah. chair and a 10-year-old TV, that was all I had yeah. in my apartment in Queens. And my only form of entertainment was Game of Thrones. And it was my favorite. I used to go to the bar yeah. and read because I loved this book so much. And then they did that. And I'm like, you hurt me. I'm I mean, hurt. Maybe maybe the question is, what does Angie need to move past this so that she doesn't have to keep bringing it up? I don't know. Maybe she needs to get her doctorate. <laughs> well check on that no here's what here's what needs to happen i need to keep on my current weight loss uh mm-hmm. goals that i've been working on i need to keep going to the gym I need to keep eating vegetarian life mm-hmm. and then i'll just one day be so hot she's me like dang Can't say shit, yeah exactly because like sometimes you're like ah but you're pretty what are you gonna <laughs> do yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure that happens with Tom all the time because like from the time that I've met Tom to the now I know Tom, Tom got like, we even brought it up, like Tom got super buff and it's like, mm-hmm. ooh, okay Tom, you're very pretty you married a pretty <laughs> guy, very pretty guy. What can I say? I who's, got in early. <laughs> who's, who sunburns very easily though? Yes, like many gingers. Girls. Um, anyways, Dan, I know we're, we're getting about the time to sign off, but it was great to see you. Uh, listeners thank you for being patient with us i know that you know you may not choose to come to us during these times because it's literally world war three however thank you for listening to us thank you for all the support we love you and with that and with that thanks everyone for listening as always please 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 feel free to follow us on instagram at we're underscore over underscore it you can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash overit for bloopers, deep dives, and other exclusive content. You can also find all of our social media links via Patreon as well. And wish we had better audio. Well, us too. Help us deliver high quality content by making a one-time donation at either our anchor page or via ko-fi.com. That is ko-fi.com slash overit with dandrew that's all one word and that's d-a-n-d-r-e-w finally please take a few minutes to give us not a one not a two but a five-star review on itunes podcast the reviews really help us grow our membership and connect with other folks who are also over it with that i'm dan i'm andrew and we're we're over over it. it